And hello, hello. Who the hell knows what time you're listening to now? You could be laying there in the middle of the night, not sleeping. You could be on some BART bus. You could be sitting in a car and there's significant others talking to you and you got the earbuds, earbuds in your, you know, your ears. You ain't listening to nothing except me. Thank you. So you can listen when you want. That's the joy of the Internet. It's there. You know what else is nice? I mean, this is going to destroy capitalism in America. No commercials. Right? It's free. You just download it. No commercials. No breaks for nonsense. Nobody's going to sell you anything. I'm ranting. What I'm saying is you got the show on the Internet. There's no commercials. I love doing it. I'm putting it out there. Please tell a friend. Rate me on iTunes. I could use five stars. Um, download it. Let people know. Here we are. So, all right. Let's start this show. Joe in Richmond. How come you're calling a lawyer? Calling a lawyer because I want to know if a judge can throw out. Um, I, my ex took me to court for a restraining order, and the judge threw it out. And I had a lawyer represent me. And the judge, and we checked the box to have her pay the fees, but the, the judge was so busy. Wait, wait, tell me the story. What's going on with you and your wife? Or your, is this your ex-wife? Yeah, ex-wife. And What's uh, going on it, that she it, still needs restraining orders against you? Tell me that. It's because she, she I, I took a picture of her, of her car, and uh, the, the, the car of, well, it's, it's part of another case, actually. Tell me the story. I, I had the picture served to court to prove that she was lying in mediation. About, what was she lying about? See, about whether she was associating with a sex offender. Wait, and, wait a uh, second. Wait, wait, wait. I got, you're not going to tell me unless I pull your teeth out. So let me ask some questions. Okay. You got any kids? Do you have children? I, yeah. I've, got, I've got full custody of, of, the, of the child now. Okay. And, and you're uh, saying uh, your, your wife should not even be allowed to visit the child because she dates a sex offender? Is that what you're saying? See, she she gets she has about eight percent visitation hours per month. Okay, you know, and you want to stop that altogether, right? Well, what I wanted to do, um, I just wanted to prove I w- wanted to show that that she's being dishonest, you know, and saying that she's that she's not seeing this guy at all. And so it's like I drove. I had an inkling that she was seeing him, and I drove by by the house, and I where I know the guy lives. You know, it sounds more to me like you're stalking her. Come on, so. Joe. You know, I used. You know, let me tell you about my ex-wife. Before we, I, I, it was, I was practically a stalker. But we, I'll tell you the story. I'm, I'm, it's so long ago. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I broke up with my wife. Right? We didn't have kids. I broke up. I was heartbroken. I wanted her back. Never mind. We've been fighting for two years. And I used to drive by her house at night to see whose car was parked in her driveway, so I would know who she was sleeping with. You know what I mean? Now that I think of it, it was kind of creepy for me to do that. You're, you're not doing it. My lawyer was actually encouraging me to do that. To you got a creepy lawyer. You know, really? that, that's my take on it. Anyway, what happened? The judge didn't want to see the photograph, okay, did he? Okay, so then the judge had this big foot pile of stuff on his, you know, all the, the, play, the, the courtroom was filled with, you know, with people for, 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 for RO cases. And, uh, wait, wait, how old is your kid, Joe? How old is your kid? She's 12. She's 12. She couldn't I tell I you. Want her to be I understand. I understand. Yeah. She's 12 years old. Your wife sees the kid 8% of the time, right? Yeah. Your daughter, who's 12, couldn't tell you if she, you're the sex offender. She could be dating a sex offender as long as the sex offender is not there when your kid is over with, his, with your wife, ex-wife. So your 12-year-old couldn't tell you 
whether or not the sex offender was there. You got to go take photographs. If I were the judge, no, 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 no. You got that wrong. I wanted to prove that she was being dishonest in mediation when she said that she broke up with him. Stop. Go find a new girlfriend. I know this sounds insensitive. Go get a relationship. I don't. don't, I'm not interested in her at all. I I just wanted to. Good. Believe me. Leave it alone. Leave your wife, your ex-wife alone. It'll work out. my, I, I don't care about all that. I just wonder why the judge can a judge, even if you file all the forms correctly, he did not want to. He goes, if you want to ha- have me hear about uh, uh, deal with. Because the, the, the judge has to listen. To I'll tell you why, Joe, because the judge has to listen to enough weird pains in the ass all day. And you were probably the 10th one he heard. Kim, Kim in San Jose. What are you calling a lawyer for? Well, uh, my fiance had a felony in 1982. He has been. Uh, discharged from his probation or parole. He did serve time, and now I would like to expunge his record. I I need some procedural advice. He's got a parole officer, so he was in state prison? Yes, he was in state prison, but no longer. How long was he in state prison? For five years. And when was that? 1982. Uh Uh-huh. And you want the conviction expunged, right? Yes, sir. You can't do it. Um, when you're convicted of a felony and you serve a sentence in the state prison system, the only way you can get a felony like that, you know, felony and state prison time expunged, is if he gets a pardon signed by the governor. And it ain't going to happen. You can get a felony conviction expunged if you haven't served time in state prison. Then a state court judge can do it. But not if you've been in prison. That's just the way it goes, Kim. Is he having trouble finding a job? Is that it? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What? Put him on the line. Hello, is that you? Yeah, this is me. What's your name? I I, I was signed off by my parole officer after um, not committing a felony, just like... Wait, 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 uh, Kim. Hold on a second. Listen to me. Listen to me. You were convicted of a felony, right? Yes. And you did time in state prison five years, right? Right. Okay. Your parole officer, and you finished parole, and you're done with parole, right? Over 20 years ago. I understand. Good. I'm glad that happened. That, that you're, you know, you're off and everything's okay, but your parole officer cannot reduce a felony charge to a misdemeanor. He can't do anything. He can just release you from parole. You understand that? So, so uh, when I signed the expungement papers, what was that about? What, what expungement papers? They gave me some papers and said that I came in and signed it up. The only way you can get a felony conviction expunged is if the governor signs it, if you've been in state prison. If you pull out the papers and call me back and read me what it says, I'll go over it with you, okay? Go get the papers. Let me know what you're talking about. We'll review it. But they can't. You got? Did you go to court and talk to a judge about getting it expunged? Right. You did. Get the papers. Call me back. Mark in Alameda, KGO Mark, how come you're calling a lawyer? Yes, sir. This is part two from, I called you a couple of days ago. I got my nose cut by a piece of glass doing cleanup at a warehouse. I remember that. There was glass flying. They didn't give you gloves. A piece of glass flew by and cut off a piece of the front of your nose. Correct. Yeah. I go in and talk to the manager. The manager is the only real employee of this place, by the way. All the rest of us are all temps. So I told him what had happened. And he, you know, basically said, well, this is the way we've always done things. 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. But it's good that this has happened, so now we can implement a system on how to clean up glass or whatever. Okay, what happened to you? Fine. So I, I was called by my boss when I got home and said that her boss, the owner of the temp agency, was going to be in the following day in order to get my story. Okay, the following day comes, I get another call and told, uh, I was told not to go into work because there was no work. Okay, so, and she said there was no work that day or for the rest of the week, and she would see what, what was up for next week. So what's right. going on? They're not giving you work? Right. So I drove by there, and there was more than enough work. There were more than, than the average number of trailers, and everyone's car was there. Okay. So Wait. this was never about money before. You know, I just wanted justice. Here, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what happened. What happened was the owner of the comp- uh, not the te- you know the place you were working the owner of the place you were working you were working for a temp agency right correct so the owner of the place they sent you to says who's this guy he's a troublemaker you know right. what I mean I don't want to buy gloves I got a better solution I'll just make sure Mark never comes here again and it's like a union organizer and makes trouble for me right right, right. yeah look here's what you got to do file a workers compensation claim for your cut nose. Call Cal OSHA. Well, the, they sent me to the uh, clinic, and it, it's going to heal. But, you know, I shouldn't have been let go. Listen, I'm, I need to pay my rent here. No, they can do that. You, okay. They have the right to call the temp agency and say, I don't want this guy working here any longer. They can do that, even though well, you for are. For any reason, though. I, I didn't do yeah, anything. I, I mean, it, it, that's called being a working slave. Right. Workers, let me explain. You, you can be fired without cause. If you're working for somebody and they don't want you there, they, they can't fire you if you're black or if you're Hispanic. You know, they can't be, pre- if, you're, you know, if they don't like you because of your sexual orientation, your religion or your ethnic background, they right. can't do that. But if they don't like you, they decide you're a pain in the ass. I know it's not fair, but uh, no, I know. go get another temp agency, dump that other sucker temp agency, get a good temp agency and get another job. But there's nothing you can do, Mark. That's the way it goes. I know it's not fair, but that's the story. I, got you. I just wanted to get your opinion. That's I, I, my I, I, my I, opinion I, is get another job, okay? Right on, brother. Thank you, sir. John, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I, I need uh, some information on the police powers in a situation where uh, they are uh, e- the EMTs are called to... Uh, wait, wait. EMTs are emergency medical technicians? Yes, the, oh. the ambulance go, the 911... Uh, yeah, wait, start from uh, it. Let me ask you some questions. What happened that you got involved with the ambulance and the EMTs? Tell me that. Uh, I was having an angina attack. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm 72 years old, and I've had, a, you know, I've had my heart attacks, and I've had several of these angina attacks. Mm-hmm. Who another. called 911? Uh, I don't know. The, the, the people around me were asking me, do you want me to call 911? And I where, was, where were oh. you? In a restaurant? On the street? No, actually, actually, I was in the drugstore. Okay, so you, you, you're having pains in the drugstore, and uh, somebody at the drugstore called 911, and the EMT showed up, right? Right. And then what happened? Right. And, uh, the, well, they hooked me up to the EKG machine, and uh, I'm, I'm, sweat, I'm dripping sweat, which is... Yeah, normally what happens to me, I you know, the pain, and then I get sweaty. And yeah, that's I, also a sign I of a heart attack. Yeah, go on. Nausea, yeah. pain. They think you're having a heart attack. Yeah, well, and he's trying to tell me this EKG machine is doing, telling him things that I know that it can't tell him. You know, he's he's just trying to. So what happened? Uh, so, and I, I'm telling him no, I don't want to go to the hospital, and. Uh, 
said, I keep refusing, and finally he called the cops. And the cops come in and say, well, you, you're going to go if you have to go in chains. And I says, well, how are you going to do it? He says, well, we'll just declare you a uh, danger to yourself. And uh, so I, you know. So I, rather than get handcuffed and, and strapped to the gurney, you <laughs> went in the ambulance, right? Uh, yeah. So, well, no, I actually, I, I you know, I said, okay, I'll go. So it wasn't necessary for him to handcuff me. Smart anyway. move. And you want to know if the cops can do that legally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Here's what's question. The police can absolutely do that. If they oh, feel, yeah. here's what's going on, if they think you're a danger to yourself or others, they can pull a 5150 on you. You know, California Welfare and Institutions Code, Section yeah, no, 50. I'm familiar with it, yeah. 5150, yeah. they think you're a danger to yourself and have you taken to the hospital, to the drunk tank, or a mental, observa- uh, mental hospital for observation. John, you are one tough old 72-year-old bird. The cops were doing their job. Let it go. Don't eat your liver and give yourself another heart attack. End the no, story. Well, I'm just knowing next time I can tell them to, to, to like, you know, LMN and, and, you know, get out of my face. But yeah, I you tell them, get out of your face. Then they'll <laughs> handcuff you. Then they'll mace you on the way to the hospital. That wraps up another show today. Not so bad. Goes fast. You're getting your fix of lentilum straight into your vein. You got that? No dilution. Can you stand it? I bet you can. <laughs> right. By the way, will you send me an email? LenTillam.com. We've gotten emails from Hawaii and Australia. People are listening who used to live in the Bay Area. They're finding the show. Tell some people. The more people who listen will generate a critical mass. I don't even know what we'll generate. But I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care if there's only one person listening. Well, I do care. But um, anyway, thank you. Good show today. See you soon.